The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. I hope it was a good restful night for you. Time to get up and pray. Good morning, I'm Paul Sodic. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Thursday, August 5th, 2021. Thursday of the 18th week in Ordinary Time in the Missal. This is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the optional memorial of the dedication of the Basilica of St. Mary Major in Rome. Pope Liberius ordered the construction of a basilica in the mid-4th century, and it was rebuilt by Pope Sixtus III shortly after the Council of Ephesus affirmed Mary's title as Mother of God. That was in 431. It was rededicated at that time to the Mother of God. St. Mary Major is the largest church in the world honoring God through Mary. It has survived many restorations without losing its character as an early Roman basilica. St. Mary Major is one of the four Roman basilicas known as patriarchal churches in memory of the first centers of the church. St. John Lateran represents Rome, the See of Peter, St. Paul outside the walls, the See of Alexandria, St. Peter's, the See of Constantinople, and St. Mary's, the See of Antioch, where Mary is supposed to have spent most of her later life. This is also called the Feast of Our Lady of the Snows. More on that in just a few minutes. But first, let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for the church that she may receive from the Holy Spirit the grace and strength to reform herself in the light of the gospel. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Today we celebrate the feast of Our Lady of the Snows, also called the dedication of the Basilica of Saint Mary Major. In fact, both titles refer to the same event. Both of them show how God made clear he wanted there to be a basilica in Rome dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Saint Mary Major, Santa Maria Maggiore, one of the first churches built in honour of the Virgin Mary, and it was erected in the immediate aftermath of the Council of Ephesus of 431 AD, which proclaimed Mary Mother of God, Theotokos, Mother of God. The heretic Nestorius had denied this. He said Mary was Mother of Christ, but not Mother of God. Therefore he was denying the true divinity of Jesus. And this feast shows us how truths about Mary always defend 
truths about Christ. Mother, you always take us to Jesus and to believe in him as both God and man. Now the legend is that God did a great miracle to show that he wanted a basilica and where he wanted it. Anyone who's lived in Rome, as I have, knows how hot it can be in August. Indeed, the Romans themselves call August Ferragosto, ferocious August, because of the heat. But the legend goes that God made it snow on a certain night, on the 5th of August, to show where he wanted the church to be built. According to the story, there was a nobleman called John living in the Eternal City with his childless wife. They had not been blessed with children, but they had been blessed with the world's goods, and they were very rich, but also with a lot of faith. Inspired by the Holy Spirit, they chose the Mother of God as the heir to their fortune, and at the suggestion of the Pope of the time, prayed that she might make known to them how to do this by a particular sign. In answer to their prayers, the Virgin Mary during the night of August 5th appeared to John and his wife and also to the Holy Father, directing them to build a church in her honour on the crown of the Escaline Hill. And what would be the sign that John and his wife had requested? Snow will cover the crest of the hill. Sure enough, that night it snowed, there in the midst of blazing hot August, and only in that place, on that point and the church became known as Our Lady of the Snows. I studied in Rome for my priestly formation, and as a result I spent a couple of summers in the Abruzzi Mountains, just to the north of Rome. And when I was there, I was struck to see images of Our Lady of the Snows. But I understood that this is within a very different context. People went to Our Lady of the Snows seeking Mary's protection. Because, of course, snow in the mountains is dangerous, especially in the time before roads and for people working on the land and tending sheep or livestock. Lives can be lost. So the people went to Our Lady to seek her protection. Holy Mother, you show your love for us in extraordinary ways, like that great miracle of Our Lady of the Snows, the Basilica. But you also take care of us in the ordinary dangers of everyday life and work. In my country, Britain, it snows occasionally, every few years. And we are sufficiently used to snow not to be surprised by it, and sufficiently unused to it not to know how to deal with it. So whenever it snows, things just grind to a standstill. But anyway, we are used to snow. And as a result, well, I've come to realise that a number of things happen when first it snows. Straight away, things begin to go quiet. There's a muffling effect. Everything is a bit quieter and more silent. The snow then has a purifying effect. When it first snows, everything seems purer and whiter. The snow covers over the city's dirt. And then the snow can look very beautiful, glinting in the sun. The snow, of course, cools things down. Snowfall naturally comes with a drop in temperature. And then snow brings joy with children going out to play, building snowmen and having snowball fights. However, in my country at least, the snow doesn't tend to last and sooner or later begins to melt. It turns icy and slippery and soon becomes dirty and ugly. The dirt begins to conquer the purity of the snow. And then when the sun goes in and it turns grey 
A snowy landscape can look very bleak and even threatening and the cold begins to grip you and get inside you. This process, I think, describes what happens in so many human endeavours. Everything begins so well with such positive spirit. It can seem like the first snowfall. Everything seems so pure and bright. There's a great peace, even joy and fun. But gradually, evil takes over. The evil starts to corrupt the good as the dirt starts to stain the snow. What seems so easy to do now becomes dangerous and tricky. As snow can become icy and slippery. As hope declines, the situation turns grey and grim, even dangerous. One only needs to think about the great secular events of liberation which have done just this. For example, the French Revolution or the Russian Revolution. Everything began with such hope, but then things turned bad. Because without God, things always turn bad. The hopeful beginning gives way to a grim and frightening present. But the miracle of Our Lady of Snows tells us how Our Lady acts. Mother, first of all you calm down the passions. Just as you made snow fall in Rome's ferocious summer heat, so you can calm down the passions in our souls when we feel tempted by anger or lust or fear or whatever. I think of those words of St. Josemaria from the way, Love Our Lady, and she will obtain for you abundant grace to conquer in your daily struggle. And the enemy will gain nothing by those foul things that continually seem to boil and rise within you, trying to engulf in their fragrant corruption the high ideals, the sublime determination that Christ himself has set in your heart. Serve him, I will serve. Yes, we do feel those foul things that boil and rise within us, but we go to you, Mother, and you calm down those passions. But Mary's no ice queen. Indeed, we see in the Gospels how she was kind and even passionate, full of excitement, for example, when she goes to visit her cousin Elizabeth. So calming down the passions isn't about becoming cold. Indeed, St. Josemaria used to tell us Britons that we have to be ready to show our affections, our emotions, to show our heart a bit more. Mary's snow cools down bad passions, but without making us cold. Virtue is not cold, nor is it Buddhist indifference. The saints were very passionate, but in a good way full of courage and warmth and kindness. Mary's snow purifies, but it stays white. The devil can't touch her. We see that in the book of Revelation, how the devil goes for her, but he can't touch her. His river of filth doesn't get near her. Close to Our Lady, in her arms, we can preserve our purity, our innocence. That doesn't mean we never sin. There might be sins. We might dirty the snow. But you, Mother, quickly pour down new snow, the snow of your love. A soul close to Mary stays pure. In Mary's snow will always be joyful, always like children. How joyful the saints are, and how childlike even. Childlike, but not childish. A Christian soul is a playful soul. We learn to play and enjoy play. We appreciate God's divine game with us, Him playing with us as His children. We do the equivalent of building snowmen and having snow fights. The equivalent, or literally, as parents, particularly, we learn to be children again. So let's be very childlike and very playful. Stay young. If you're young now, stay young. Don't lose it. But I've seen some very young old people too. But again, childlike, not childish. We can take responsibility 
and can be relied on. Mary brings peace and calm to our soul, like the snow falling. When we're troubled or worried, let's go to Our Lady. Her love will have the calming effect of falling snow. We turn to you, Mother, and we see your beauty. So many visionaries who saw Mary spoke of her extraordinary beauty. You are far more beautiful even than the glorious countryside scene when the snow has first fallen and the sun is glinting on it. You are better and more beautiful than that because as the Bible tells us, you are clothed with the sun and wear a crown of twelve stars. The other saints shine like the sun. You are clothed with it. But your beauty is only a reflection of the infinite beauty of God. Our Lady of Snows, pour down your loving snow on us to calm our passions, to purify our sins, to fill us with joy and make us ever more children of God. This snow which doesn't freeze, but rather acts like a blanket, wrapping us in your love. Pour down that snow, protect us in temptation, and turn us always to your Son. From your beauty, may we be directed evermore to the infinite beauty of the Blessed Trinity. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 16 past the hour. We'll pray in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We pray with the whole church now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come into the Lord's presence singing for joy. Come into the Lord's presence singing for joy. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth. And all nations learn your saving help. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God our God has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing, till the ends of the earth revere him. 
Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Savior, we will praise you forever. Lord, you are our Savior. We will praise you forever. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them, you uprooted the nations. To let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. It is you, my King, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, we beat down our foes, In your name we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Lord, we are our Savior. We will praise you forever. Spare us, O Lord. Do not bring your own people into contempt. Spare us, O Lord. Do Do not bring your own people into contempt. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter, 
and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors, the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations, you make us a byword, among the peoples a thing of derision. All day long my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame at the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Spare us, O Lord. Do not, Do not bring your own people into contempt. Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for you are merciful. Rise, Rise up, O Lord, and save, and save us. For, for you, you are merciful. This befell us that we had not forgotten you, though we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God? Or stretched out our hands to another God? Would not God have found this out, he who knows the secrets of the heart? It is for you we face death all day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord. Why do you sleep? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, is now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, rise up and come to our aid. With your strong arm, lead us to freedom, as you mightily delivered our forefathers. Since you are the King who knows the secrets of our hearts, fill them with the light of truth. Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for you are merciful. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. A reading from the beginning of the book of the prophet Hosea. The word of the Lord that came to Hosea, the son of Beeri, in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, son of Joash, king of Israel. In the beginning of the Lord speaking to Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea, Go, take a harlot's wife and harlot's children, for the land gives itself to harlotry, 
turning away from the Lord. So he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Diblaim, and she conceived and bore him a son. Then the Lord said to him, Give him the name Jezreel, for in a little while I will punish the house of Jehu for the bloodshed at Jezreel, and bring to an end the kingdom of the house of Israel. On that day I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. When she conceived again and bore a daughter, the Lord said to him, Give her the name Loruhamah. I no longer feel pity for the house of Israel. Rather, I abhor them utterly. Yet for the house of Judah I feel pity. I will save them by the Lord their God. But I will not save them by war, by sword or bow, by horses or horsemen. After she weaned Lorohama, she conceived and bore a son. Then the Lord said, Give him the name of Lo-Ami, for you are not my people, and I will not be your God. Again the Lord said to me, Give your love to a woman beloved of a paramour, an adulteress. Even as the Lord loves the people of Israel, though they turn to other gods, and are fond of raisin cakes. So I bought her for fifteen pieces of silver and a homer and a latek of barley. Then I said to her, Many days you shall wait for me. You shall not play the harlot or belong to any man. I, in turn, will wait for you. For the people of Israel shall remain many days without king or prince, without sacrifice or sacred pillar, without ephod or household idols. Then the people of Israel shall turn back and seek the Lord their God and David their king. They shall come trembling to the Lord and to his bounty. In the last days, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people God has made his own. Once, Once you were not his people, people but, but now, now you are, are the people of God. God. Instead of being told, you are not my people, they shall be called the sons of the living God. Once, Once you were, were not his people, but, but now you are, are the people of God. From a treatise by Baldwin, Bishop of Canterbury. Death is strong, for it can rob us of the gift of life. Love, too, is strong, for it can restore us to a better life. Death is strong, for it can strip us of this robe of flesh. Love, too, is strong for it can take death's spoils away and give them back to us. Death is strong, for no man can withstand it. Love, too, is strong, for it can conquer death itself, soothe its sting, calm its violence, and bring its victory to naught. 
The time will come when death is reviled and taunted. O death, where is your sting? O death, where is your victory? Love is as strong as death because Christ's love is the very death of death. Hence it is said, I will be your death, O death. I will be your sting, O hell. Our love for Christ is also as strong as death, because it is itself a kind of death, destroying the old life, rooting out vice, and laying aside dead works. Our love for Christ is a return, though very unequal, for his love of us, and it is a likeness modeled on his. For he first loved us, and through the example of love he gave us, He became a seal upon us by which we are made like him. We lay aside the likeness of the earthly man and put on the likeness of the heavenly man. We love him as he loved us. For in this manner he has left us an example so that we might follow in his steps. This is why he says, Set me as a seal upon your heart. It is as if he were saying, Love me as I love you. Keep me in your mind and memory, in your desires and yearnings, in your groans and sobs. Remember, man, the kind of being I made you, how far I set you above other creatures, the dignity I conferred upon you, the glory and honor with which I crowned you, how I made you only a little less than the angels and set all things under your feet. Remember not only how much I have done for you, but all the hardship and shame I have suffered for you. Yet look and see. Do you not wrong me? Do you not fail to love me? Who loves you as I do? Who created and redeemed you but I? Lord, take away my heart of stone, a heart so bitter and uncircumcised, and give me a new heart, a heart of flesh, a pure heart. You cleanse the heart and love the clean heart. Take possession of my heart and dwell in it. Contain it and fill it. You who are higher than the heights of my spirit and closer to me than my innermost self. You are the pattern of all beauty and the seal of all holiness. Set the seal of your likeness upon my heart. In your mercy, set your seal upon my heart. God of my heart and God who is my portion forever. Amen. Love is as strong as death. Its flames are like a blazing fire. Deep Deep waters waters cannot cannot quench love. love. There is no greater love than this, to lay down your life for your friends. Deep Deep waters waters cannot cannot quench love. love. Father of everlasting goodness, our origin and guide, be close to us and hear the prayers of all who praise you. Forgive our sins and restore us to life. Keep us safe in your love. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, today's Gospel in Conversation with God and Morning Prayer are all coming up in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app.
It's daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, August 5th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we hear Peter's profound profession of faith from the 16th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do men say that the Son of Man is? Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the powers of death shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly charged the disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. And Peter took him and began to rebuke him. God forbid, Lord, this shall never happen to you. Get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me, for you are not on the side of God, but of men. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Today is one of only a very few celebrations of the Universal Church of the dedication of one particular church, St. Mary Major. And it happens to tie right in with the doctrinal declaration of Mary as Mother of God. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. Today we celebrate the dedication of the Basilica of St. Mary Major in Rome, the oldest and most venerable church in the Western world consecrated to the Blessed Virgin. So many events in the history of the church have taken place here. This Marian Basilica is closely linked to the dogmatic definition of the Divine Motherhood of Mary promulgated at the Council of Ephesus. It was built under her invocation on the site of an already existing church during the 4th century, shortly after the council ended. The people of the city celebrated with enormous enthusiasm the official declaration of the truth they had long believed, and joy spread throughout the church. The faithful raised the enormous basilica under her name in the Eternal City. Their exaltation extends to us today when we praise Mary in a special way as the Mother of God and our Mother. According to pious legend, a Roman patrician named John and his wife mutually agreed to dedicate their estate to honor the Mother of God, but they did not know exactly how to do it. 
At this time, he and the Pope both had a dream in which Our Lady requested a beautiful church in her honor to be built on the part of the Esquiline Hill that was to be covered with snow out of season on August 5th. Although the legend is subsequent to the basilica's construction, it has caused the feast to be known in many places as the Feast of Our Lady of the Snows. A great many mountain enthusiasts also have her as their patroness. From time immemorial, the faithful in Rome have honored our mother in this basilica under the invocation, Health of the Roman People. They come as to a place where their petitions are always heard to ask favors and graces. Pope John Paul II paid a visit to Our Lady here just after his election to the pontificate. On that occasion, he said, Mary is called to lead all people to the Redeemer and to bear witness to him without words, through love alone, in a way that shows her motherly disposition. She is called to draw even those who offer stubborn resistance, the ones for whom it is more difficult to believe in Christ's love. Her vocation is to bring each person closer to her son. At her feet, the Pope offered the Mother of God his whole life and deepest desires, a dedication we too can make, imitating him as good children imitate their parents. I am all yours and everything I have is yours. May you be my guide in everything. With her protection, we will advance with a sure step on our way. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 14 minutes before the hour. Time to pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. O Shepherd of Israel, hear us. You who lead Joseph's flock, shine forth from your cherubim throne upon Ephraim, Benjamin, Manasseh. O Lord, rouse up your might. O Lord, come to our help. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us and we shall be saved. Lord God of hosts, how long will you frown on your people's plea? You have fed them with tears for their bread, an abundance of tears for their drink. You have made us the taunt of our neighbors. Our enemies laugh us to scorn. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us, and we shall be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. To plant it, you drove out the nations. Before it, you cleared the ground. It took root and spread through the land. The mountains were covered with its shadow, the cedars of God with its boughs. It stretched out its branches to the sea. To the great river, it stretched out its shoots. Then why have you broken down its walls? It is plucked by all who pass by. It is ravaged by the boar of the forest, devoured by the beasts of the field. God of hosts, 
return again, we implore. Look down from heaven and see. Visit this vine and protect it, the vine your right hand has planted. Men have burnt it with fire and destroyed it. May they perish at the frown of your face. May your hand be on the man you have chosen, the man you have given your strength, and we shall never forsake you again. Give us life that we may call upon your name. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us and we shall be saved. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, Eternal Shepherd, you so tend the vineyard you planted that now it extends its branches even to the farthest coast. Look down on your church and come to us. Help us remain in your Son as branches on the vine, that, planted firmly in your love, we may testify before the whole world to your great power working everywhere. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. I give you thanks, O Lord, though you have been angry with me. Your anger has abated, and you have consoled me. God indeed is my Savior. I am confident and unafraid. My strength and my courage is the Lord and he has been my Savior. With joy you will draw water at the fountain of salvation and say on that day, Give thanks to the Lord, acclaim his name. Among the nations make known his deeds. Proclaim how exalted is his name. Sing praise to the Lord for his glorious achievement. Let this be known throughout all the earth. Shout with exultation, O city of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. Ring out your joy to God, our strength. Ring out your joy to God, our strength. Ring out your joy to God, our strength. Shout in triumph to the God of Jacob. Raise a song and sound the timbrel, the sweet-sounding harp and the lute. Blow the trumpet at the new moon when the moon is full on our feast. For this is Israel's law a command of the God of Jacob. He imposed it as a rule on Joseph when he went out against the land of Egypt. A voice I did not know said to me, I freed your shoulder from the burden. Your hands were freed from the load. 
You called in distress, and I saved you. I answered concealed in the storm cloud. At the waters of Mirabah I tested you. Listen, my people, to my warning. O Israel, if only you would heed. Let there be no foreign god among you, no worship of an alien god. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you from the land of Egypt. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. But my people did not heed my voice, and Israel would not obey. So I left them in their stubbornness of heart to follow their own designs. Oh, that my people would heed me, that Israel would walk in my ways. At once I would subdue their foes, turn my hand against their enemies. The Lord's enemies would cringe at their feet, and their subjection would last forever. But Israel I would feed with finest wheat, and fill them with honey from the rock. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, open our mouths to proclaim your glory. Help us leave sin behind and to rejoice in professing your name. Ring Ring out out your joy to God, God, our strength. A reading from the letter to the Romans. The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating or drinking, but of justice, peace, and the joy that is given by the Holy Spirit. Whoever serves Christ in this way pleases God and wins the esteem of men. Let us, then, make it our aim to work for peace and to strengthen one another. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. In the early hours of the morning I think of you, O Lord. In the the early early hours hours of of the morning morning, I I think of you, O Lord. Always you are there to help me. I I think think of of you, you, O Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. In In the the early hours of the morning I think of you, O Lord. Give your people knowledge of salvation, Lord, and forgive us our sins. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. 
You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Give your people knowledge of salvation, Lord, and forgive us our sins. Let us pray. Blessed be God our Father, who protects his children and never spurns their prayers. Let us humbly implore him. Enlighten us, Lord. Enlighten us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for enlightening us through your Son. Fill us with his light throughout the day. Enlighten us, Lord. Let your wisdom lead us today, Lord. That we may walk in the newness of life. Enlighten us, Lord. May we bear hardships with courage for your namesake. And be generous in serving you. Enlighten us, Lord. Direct our thoughts, feelings, and actions this day. Help us to follow your providential guidance. Enlighten us, Lord. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. Lord, true light and source of all light. Listen to our morning prayer. Turn our thoughts to what is holy, and may we ever live in the light of your love. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning air in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. You go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.